Principal Matters Podcast, Episode 27. Principal Matters listeners, this is William D. Parker welcoming you to another episode of Principal Matters, the School Leaders Podcast. Thanks for joining me today. You can find all kinds of free resources for school leaders at my website at williamdparker.com. If you subscribe for my weekly updates, I'll send you a copy of Eight Hats, The Essential Roles for School Leaders, a small ebook that you can get through your subscription on my website. And if you haven't checked out my book, Principal Matters, the action, courage, and motivation needed for school leadership, then check it out there at williamdparker.com or at amazon.com. This week, I want to talk about interviewing for an education position. And I want to break this into two parts. One, the kind of interview questions that any educator could expect when they set through an interview. And number two, the kinds of questions that a principal may encounter when he or she is being interviewed for an education uh, leadership position. I have probably sat through hundreds of interviews in the um, more than 11, 12 years now that I've been in school administration. And what I have actually found in the last few years, sometimes if I am at the end of an interview that may not have gone very well, I will visit one-on-one with that person and do a little bit of coaching And I have found over the years that there are some common expectations that you should come into an interview with if you want to have a strong delivery. So I'm just going to run through those 10 expectations with you. And if you want to see the companion post to this podcast, you can check out this list at williamdparker.com and just look for interview questions or interviewing for an education position. Let's start with number one. Whenever you're interviewing for a new position, start with a solid resume. It should go without saying that a resume should be neat and concise and without errors. I I can't tell you the number of times that I've not talked to a candidate because the way they presented themselves in writing uh, gave me concerns on how they would present themselves in the classroom or in another position. Make sure that your resume displays a heading with all your contact information List the skills that are most most pertinent to the position. Uh, These should be prominent, and your experience should be listed chronologically with your most recent experiences first. If it's possible, limit your resume to one page. Long resumes are tedious to read and usually unnecessary, and people that are looking for new hires typically are looking for strong presentation on that first read. Number two, preemptive emails or phone calls. Now, I know this isn't a for sure um, strategy, but my advice is if you're going to be interviewing for a position, send a friendly, short email to the person that you believe would be responsible for that hiring. It's usually pretty easy to figure this out by visiting school websites or just calling and asking a school staff person for contact information. Make sure that your inquiry is brief and professional and without misspellings. If you choose to reach out to someone by phone or leave them a voicemail, it's not even a bad idea to rehearse it before so you'll know what you're actually going to say. By all means, do not ramble or give the impression that you're desperate. 
for a position because school leaders are looking for people who are passionate about teaching or passionate about leading, not just um, hungry for a job, although finding a job is important. Uh, Present yourself the way that you would want to see that person watching you teach and lead. Number three, research your prospects. You know, with the ease of finding information via the Internet, there's no excuse for not understanding in advance the lay of the land uh, in respect to school communities. And it's, it's just so helpful if you find out something about the school that you are interested in before you ever visit it. In fact, if you know someone who lives or works in that community, they can be a fantastic source of information too. So come into your interview already holding that information, already knowing a few names and faces. This helps you um, helps put you in step ahead of time uh, for some of the context that you may be discussing in your interviews. Number four, this may sound weird, but rehearse an introduction and deliver it with a smile. Almost all interviews begin the same ways, with someone giving you the opportunity to introduce yourself. So make the best of it. Um, express thanks for the opportunity for being interviewed. Um, give an explanation of who you are professionally and personally. And sit up straight and smile and make good eye contact. Avoid things like crossed arms or clenched fists or rambling, which can show signs of anxiety. You know, appearing um, calm under pressure it is important because that's what you'll be expected to do when you're teaching or when you're leading in a school position. And I can't tell you how much more attractive someone is when they just smile. So don't forget that your most powerful persuasion tool is often your facial expressions. Number five, play to your strengths and bring your A game. You know, when you're interviewing, your goal is to demonstrate the same confidence and preparation and your ability to connect that you'll need in a classroom uh, or in a, whatever position that you're seeking. So show up with your A-game in an interview and the, the, behave the way that you would want your students or teammates to see you delivering um, that same kind of excellence every day in your potential position. Number six, anticipate some questions and be prepared ahead of time with examples. Uh, some things you're going to be asked each time you interview for an education position you're going to be asked how you define effective teaching or how you use your procedures or how you handle difficult situations or conflicts or how you understand your content area. So expect these questions and also expect questions about your willingness for extra duty assignments and bring some examples to the table of, of the things that you are have already been doing um, that demonstrate each of those areas. And, and don't be surprised by these questions. Think them through in advance. And if you're asked a question that you've never anticipated before, then just take a breath and pause and think uh, before you respond. Sometimes that helps you really gather a better answer. Again, your goal is demonstrating how you'll communicate to students on a regular basis. Number seven, try to turn your failures into stepping stones. A good interview um, should also be uh, a bit challenging. So if you're asked about failures or difficult times in your past, then be honest, but share how this experience has helped you turn that difficulty into an opportunity to grow and to improve. So don't be afraid to talk about struggles. Just show how they've made you better at what you do. Number eight, bring your own questions. I think it's important to write down ahead of time some things that you 
would want to ask at the end of an interview or whenever you're given the opportunity to ask questions yourself. So here are some examples. Number one, you could say, what are the most important qualities that you're looking for in this position? That helps that person define what they're looking for, and you can decide whether or not you think you're a good fit. Number two, how would you describe the culture of your staff or your school, or how would your staff describe the culture of the school? It's important to know what kind of place and environment that you're going to be working. Number three, how would you describe your leadership style? I think it's great to have the person that you're going to be accountable to answering that question in terms of their own leadership abilities. Number four, can you describe how you lead and support your teachers or team members? Asking for examples of how people work together gives you an idea into what are the present processes and strategies and teams that exist that are growing the school in the right direction. Or if there's nothing growing in the right direction, then maybe you don't have the right school. Number five, um, how soon will you be making a decision about this position? That's a good question to ask if you're unclear as to what the next steps are going to be. Uh, try to avoid questions about compensation in the first conversation. Uh, it's usually um, too premature, and it's something that should come up after you've started talking about um, a job offer. Number nine, rehearse a closure. Just as important as your introduction is, um, your final impression is too. So take time again at the end of an interview to say thank you to your interviewers for the opportunity to meet. Repeat the reasons that you believe that this position is a good fit for you and your skills and your strengths, if you think it is. Tell them you look forward to hearing from them and, um, and then stand and offer them a firm handshake and don't forget to smile. And number 10, follow up with an email or a card or some kind of message. If it's possible, even that same day, send something back expressing thanks for the opportunity to interview. As hard as it was for you to interview, remember that your interviewers may have given up hours that day in looking for good candidates. Um, and so be patient if you don't get a quick response uh, or a follow-up, but don't burn any bridges. If you're not offered the position or if you are told that um, at this time this wasn't a good fit, then make sure that you took the opportunity to show your best strengths. It may open another door for you down the road later. So let me wrap this up. Those are the kinds of questions that you can expect in any kind of interview when you're coming into an educator's position. Now, if you're looking for a position in school leadership, you're going to encounter some questions that are a little deeper than that. And I'm not going to walk through every one of these with you. I just want to point you to a resource that's on my website at williamdparker.com. If you go there and you type in 30 questions for principal interviews, you're going to find a list that I've created of all the questions that I could remember being asked in the years that I was interviewed for positions as assistant principals or for site principal positions. And so I um, go through a number of scenarios of positions that I interviewed for successfully and some positions that I interviewed for and did not receive an offer. And so I just want to be transparent with you about the kinds of questions that I've encountered because I've been asked by people that are interviewing for principal positions, what are some questions I can expect in that kind of interview? And so instead of walking through all 30 of them in this episode, I just want to point you back to my website at williamdparker.com and you can find the search tab there and look up 30 questions for school principals, and I'll include it in the show notes uh, for the post that accompanies this podcast on my website, 
when you go to williamdparker.com and look up questions for education interviews. So let's wrap this up. If you take nothing else away from the, the tips today, remember that interviews are so much more than one-time opportunities to speak to somebody. Finding the right position that you want begins by the quality of the performance that you're showing in what you're doing right now. Let me repeat that. If you want to do a great job interviewing, it's not so much how well you do in the interview as it is how well are you working in your current position. Because your current position will reinforce to your coworkers how valuable you are to them because guess who your interviewers are going to call. They're going to call your references or your coworkers to ask them about their experiences with you. And the stronger you're working now, the more enhanced your ability will be to deliver in the next place that you're going to be serving. So no amount of interview preparation will ever be as important as your reputation. So now it's your turn. What are some additional suggestions or tips that you can find that you find helpful when you're coaching others about interviews? Or what are some of the questions that you still might have about interviewing that I didn't address in today's post? Feel free to reach out and ask those questions or make those comments on my website at williamdparker.com. Again, I want to thank you for joining me for this episode today. I'm looking forward to the next time that we can talk together. And I just want to remind you that whether you are interviewing or whether you are the interviewer, all of those steps in finding good candidates and finding good team members is so that you can serve your school well because your position is important. Thanks for doing what matters, and I'll talk to you next time.